Jerry, I kind of dismissed you last week. Put my hands up now, and I'm not saying I'm infallible the way Owen used to say it. Apology accepted. And I was like, there's no fear here. No. Things don't fear Dublin anymore. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. It is Monday mornings, OTB AM. You can watch us on all of Off the Ball social channels. You can listen in on the OTB app every single morning. It's Nathan and Shane with you this morning. OTB AM is with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Alan Quinlan was in earlier than I've ever seen him in before he didn't sleep all night with the excitement and it wasn't Orgy Snyman's comeback that was keeping him going over the weekend he brought in a little can of seven up there I noticed Quinny Always this here. is, this this is, is an this unbiased sports radio show of not Monday so morning subtle, not so subtle Quinny I turn it this way yeah so everyone can see um, you enjoyed that, did you? Yeah, it was a nice day, wasn't it? Just uh, anything happened in particular? Look at the smug, look at the smug head. Shane there, Shane's oh, blanked it out already. So much Mug. abuse in the last few months. Oh, really? Of my United mates and slagging that um, I didn't send out any messages. So you just, uh, just, uh, just that's winding them up even more. Just than staying feel. quiet, yeah. That's even better. Just normal. Any news? Yes, I did text one. Just asking any news, any any anything to report. <laughs> Bit of a freakish <laughs> day, wasn't it? Nothing back there. Uh, freakish-ish. Freakish-ish. Yeah. But look, the other side of that is... Where's it been? Few, there's been a few bad ones this year. If you're a Liverpool supporter, that was kind of going from the bottom of the barrel right to the top, really, with the elation that you would have got from that. Um, we'll probably be back to our usual selves next Saturday and maybe a draw against Bournemouth. But you've had some tough loss. days coming in here with bad Munster losses and bad yeah, Liverpool the losses. the first half of... Uh, the, the second half of 2022 was a disaster. September, <laughs> August, September, uh, October. Um, things changed for Munster a little bit in November, but it was so up and down for Liverpool, wasn't it? Hey. But listen, I don't lose any sleep over it, I can assure you. But it was still nice that... Um, the three points were the, the important part of it. You oh, know? This, 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 have Don't you ever heard more professional sportsman talk? It's all about the three points. Top one nil win, you've taken it, yeah. It's all about the three points. I te- I'd have taken a one-all draw before the game yesterday. So you'll definitely take Because United have been very good, to be fair. They've been very good. But um, anyway, just it's a bit of a reality, reality check for them, isn't is that, it? Is that ever, in your rugby career, <laughs> it wouldn't have happened much. much what was the much biggest beating you ever took? Yeah, like how do you respond to that? Somebody asked me that outside there, and I remember going to Cardiff, I think it was 2004, after Wasps knocked us out of the, the European Cup. I was coming back from my shoulder injury, um, the one at the World Cup previously, in, in um, previous October. So I'd been out for a long period of time and um, obviously Wasp won the game. It was that memorable game in, in Lansdowne Road. I think we played... Then we had a league game to play against Cardiff um, maybe two weeks later. Not even. A week later, was it? Five days later. Five days later. So you must have played what was the, score the semi-final on the Sunday and then had to play yes, Cardiff yeah. on the Friday. Correct. He lost by 60 points to 14. I remember that game well. Just running back under the post. It was my first game back from... Uh, from the injury, and um, I don't. I'll ne- you'll never. You don't forget those ones. We Roy Keane said yesterday, he's like, if that was if that happened to me, I'd go and hide for months. Yeah, there was a huge number of changes in our team, and a lot of younger players. And then Cardiff had a very strong side, and um, they were high fiving, and uh, we were running under the post every two minutes in the second half of that game. We were destroyed, and I remembered well. There's no other kind of game that I can remember that we were beaten so so um, convincingly score wise. 
um, in the earlier days a few second string Munster crashed to their seventh defeat in eight Celtic League games yeah it was nine tries up and down but um, that oh, wait, wait. Munster coach Alan Gaffney made nine changes to the side who cruelly lost of course that European Cup semi-final to Wasps last weekend it was a few too many though one new name that leapt out was that of back rower Alan Quinlan oh, for his first game since injuring his shoulder but scoring Ireland's only try against Argentina in the World Cup yeah. of the new luck Munster side only inside centre Rob Henderson really impressed well done, you got, you got you got to mention anyways. We got walloped, yeah, against a strong card of sight. Do you have team meetings then in the week following? Like, how do you oh, listen? It was a ter- it was a terrible p- going out in the, the the European Cup and to the Wasps um, has an effect. And uh, I don't know where we weren't in contention for the league either. So that was it. We were just um, seeing out the last couple of fixtures. And I think, look, to be fair, we might have come back and played two or three more and and, and finished the season strongly. But um, that one sticks out. That sport, isn't it? The ups and downs of it, and um, doesn't nobody would have predicted that yesterday. And uh, sometimes sport throws up those crazy results. Maybe it's it was the good Lord above was just trying to give us poor uh, Liverpool fans a little bit of a lift after all the setbacks during the season and the the slagging we're getting. So. Uh, you're wrong commentary for Munster Scarlets, which was uh, exciting in its own way. Munster forty nine, Scarlets forty two. It's supposed to be up there with yeah, the yeah. highest scoring Munster games of all time. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, given Munster were 35-7 up at half time, played really well in the first half and then complete role reversal. I think Scarlet's just um, probably a mixture of them waking up and Munster being a little bit porous in defence and crazy scoreline. You know, at 47-42, um, you think Scarlet's could snatch a draw here mm. and... Uh, Munster were kind of hanging on a bit near the end but um, again they can take so much out of the attack um, but I think probably a learning curve for them would be being able to control and deal with this and being ruthless and learning that and and sometimes you need to learn that in sport about that ruthless edge and um, there was there's always going to be an obvious a reaction from the team you're walloping in the first half um, Scarlets are even though they had a dreadful start to the season, they won their last four games and on paper some very good players in that team. So I think what Welsh rugby is going through as well, I, I feel sad um, watching them at the moment. Um, Cardiff against Ulster on Saturday night and you're just thinking the Ospreys were beaten by Benetton. Connacht beat the Dragons. Obviously it's good for Irish mm. Connacht that game. But, you know, four losses uh, for the four regions at the weekend, given everything that's gone off the, on, off the field. Um, it's shocking. The story about Willis Halaholo, um, he got injured last week for, for Cardiff. Um, did his Achilles. Uh, he's out for the rest of the season now. He's out of contract. Um, the offer he's got is tiny. He, he took to Twitter at the weekend, if anyone wants to see it. Uh, basically saying I, I won't be able to pay my you know feed my family at the end of this because you know we've got mortgage or rent or whatever he's got to pay and I think he would have been probably one of those players who's on 150 200 grand as an international player in in a cl- in you know in a club like Cardiff who's been offered 30,000 now uh, it's a massive drop but the problem he has whatever about the contract offer no club will take him now he's in injury so it's tough going and um, so I was in some parts of me on Friday night I was glad that the Scarlets came back and made a game of it but look the big story is it's it's Munster's 
tenth win in thirteen games um, since the the South African game in November, and you know we just mentioned the start of the season how tricky it was. RG Snyman back on Friday night. Yeah, it's, that, that's that's a big one. He it, the stats say he made five tackles and one carry. Um, again, memories for me are coming back in all six from my my knee injury. And anybody, you're any not looking to GA make an impact in the game player. on the first night back. You're no, just you're not. Test and, and the legs. It must be crazy what's going on in his head because you know this is a. It was the second injury. Um, he had a setback. Then um, you know he's been out eighteen months with the second cruciate. Um, he should be back probably a little bit way sooner than that but he had another setback in his knee as well so two cruciate injuries and and some other problem that was there on his comeback Um, so you can imagine what the player is thinking and what kind of nervousness he's going through to get back out onto the field but it was a nice moment because like he is. And if you don't like Munster, it's it's you like to see a yeah. player come back and get an opportunity to. Because from what he from where he was beforehand, you know. But that's what I was going to say. Because when we South look at Munster, there seems to be a feeling that they, you know, even if they get this together, there's still a ceiling because of the quality of players they have. He's actually somebody who, if he could somehow get back to his very best, can see them smash any ceiling that's there. Yeah, he he obviously add to any team that he would go in and, um, you know, Dave. The, the, the turnaround from them has been very encouraging but they're still a little bit short physically in certain areas mm. and, and depth wise um, there's lots of positive young players that have come through um, but having him back you know, he and any team Nathan at international level if he's fit and well and just you could see the way he was able to play with play for, for South Africa and the performances he was putting in and the way he kind of announced himself to the world um, the depth they had in that second row position at that World Cup in 2019, South Africa, um, and both himself and Damien Dialenda signing for Munster a number of years ago was obviously they were two marquee signings. Mm. Um, Dialenda is gone. Um, this fella got a, got offered a new contract, and is it an hour of rugby in two and a half, three years? So it's 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 tough for him, you know, and take away any kind of sort of allegiances. I think. Everyone would want to see this a sports person get back and get an opportunity to to play for Munster and play play rugby again. It can give you a serious boost to team when, when a player like that returns because it, yeah, it almost sure feels like a new signing. In many yeah, ways. it is. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately for Munster, Tyburn is out for the rest of the season, so he may get back for a little bit at the end. But you could think you would too think much to expect Snyman to make any sort of impression. Like, is he is he in a position where he could be starting that game in the Champions Cup in a few weeks? I don't know. I think he, he needs a fair bit of rugby under his mm. belt, and um, you know they'll probably manage this situation in a way that's um, best for the player, not best for them. In a the sense that they're going to take huge risk for him. I think you know Glasgow in a couple of weeks again they play after the Six Nations, and I, I, I doubt you'd be starting him in that game. You'd be trying to get him another twenty, thirty minutes again, um, and then they go to the Sharks. So. Um, I don't. I don't see it. I think the worst, the the, the biggest problem for anyone who's had a, an operation and out for a long term injury is usually the 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 injury itself is okay, but it's the rest of the body and the conditioning that it mm. takes time to get back. When I came back in '06, um, I, I, there's no way I would have. When I came on for the final in in the cha- uh, the Highland Cup final in Cardiff, you know, I came on for four minutes. If I had to come on in that game after two minutes. Would I have been able to play seventy-eight minutes at the pace required? No chance. 
the only reason I was on the bench is because Mick O'Driscoll was kind of covering back had back row cover as first kind of player off the bench so um, even that summer I went to New Zealand had a really good pre-season and I, I only started to feel myself um, right. probably to follow in September so it does take a few It'll months be a bit of an impact it's, so yeah, yeah and look he's he's someone in the position he's in that um, he's very skillful but it takes a little bit of time to get the conditioning right and, and look hopefully he can get a run now and get a bit of luck for himself uh, we'll talk to you a lot more later in the week about the game against Scotland but by the time you're in again on Friday the team will be a probably been named by then or maybe it's Friday afternoon actually with the game on Sunday it looks as though Ireland are going to be in a good place injury wise that Henshaw Furlong Gibson Park Sexton will all be fit Ring Rose, maybe Ring Rose will yeah. be back has anyone done enough when we're looking at team selection to keep them out of the team um, no you've got to put them all back in to be honest I think Stuart McCluskey had you know performed very well in the first two games obviously what happened in Rome that combination of Stuart McCluskey and Bundyaki didn't didn't really work because you know Bundy is not an outside centre. He probably um, that whole defensive continuity struggled a little bit. Um, he's a world class inside centre when he's on song. Um, if Gary Ringrose doesn't play and isn't available, I think Robbie Henshaw would go straight to thirteen. He can play there. Uh, very competent player in that position but Ringrose is at a different level and he's very important to Ireland's attack as well and the, you know there's a lot of talk about the defence but Ringrose his overall game has been been outstanding um, I don't know if anyone keeps him out do you play, bring, put Jamison Gibson Park straight back into the team um, he's been that good for Ireland when he's played for Ireland that you probably do or do you try and it just depends, you know. Scotland's going to be very, pretty physical, I think, and abrasive. Um, and to have the opportunity for Andy Farrell to call on incredible experience and quality, and you know, even you know, you've 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 so much power, and 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 the only thing is, Robbie Henshaw's undercooked for game time. Gibson Park is, Furling is. Um, you know, will they be sharp enough, and can they go out and? Kind of yeah, play this isn't the an easing them back in sort of game. Yeah, it's probably a game then that Scotland are going to, you know, they play with a fair bit of pace and tempo to their game. But these are top class, world class players, and I think for the running, which is these block of two games, I think it's it's a welcome return for for Andy Farrell and uh, for the luxury of being able to call on these players is very good for him. And I think for the first number of games, obviously Wales and France with the injuries, the changes. You know, I think he's learned a lot about his squad depth as well, which is really important for him. All right, Quinny, great stuff. Cheers, we'll have thanks, plenty more build-up to Scotland against Ireland later in the week. Are you bringing that can of seven up with you? Um, Just no, walking around I with it all day? No, no, walking no, down no. the street? It'll, it'll, good, it'll, it'll, it'll backfire because, uh, <laughs> as I said, Bournemouth on Saturday, they'll probably do it. Right, well, you've got to, you enjoy it for the next five days. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.